Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. That was good. That was good. You sound like Barbara Streisand and Funny Girl. I don't think so. Yeah, you did. No, I don't yeah, think you did. So. Hello. Oh, that's uh, Jerry yeah. Lewis. Yeah, I, I sounded more like Jerry Lewis than Babs. Yeah, yeah, he's better looking anyway. Uh, what's today's date? Ew. Today's date is July sixth, twenty eighteen. Cool. And the title of the show is... The title is, What Happened to Humanity? I know. That's what? a great question. What happened? What happened what to happened? humanity? Because we're all wondering, what the heck happened in this parallel universe we live in? Right, 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 right. It's crazy out there. Right. But I, you know what? It's not what? a rhetorical question. It's a it's a real question. What happened to humanity? I'm gonna tell you exactly. You want to, you want me to tell them exactly what happened? Well, you know you're going to. Okay, long time ago, a long time ago. <laughs> but you got to do it in the language that they could understand. Okay, long time ago, there was a serpent, and uh, he got uh, you know he rebelled against God and he got thrown out of the uh, the kingdom there. And he is uh, he's a seraphim angel, little serpent guy. And he deceived mankind, and he brought in this phony, fake matrix of a world system. And uh, throughout the years, God had a plan to redeem mankind from the lie of Satan. The lie of Satan's always been, I'm the good guy. I can bring you wisdom, open up your eyes, give you light. Uh, Just worship me. They're called Ophites. Ophites. They're serpent worshipers. Ophites. They're all around you. Yep. Your neighbor may not say, oh, I actually worship Oh, serpent. I actually have serpent statues. They don't have to. It's their attitude. It's what they do in life. They're ophites. They're all around. Turn on the TV, ophites. Yeah, everything Spo- they do is against God. Yes. Everything. Everything. Whether it's conscientiously or not. Amen. You can only serve two masters. You either love one, hate the other, hate one, love the other. It's black and white. So then God created a plan. He sends his son the eternal life, right? It's the logos, the, the, the essence of God that actually created the real world that you see, the real world. When you look at your puppy, that's God's creation. That's not an Ophite. Ophite created the system that you're in, the cosmology of it all. So he sends his son to rectify what happened in the garden, right? Mm-hmm. So Jesus says, I am the truth. Not a truth. It's not just love of a truth. It's love of the truth. He says, I am the truth. I am the life, right? If you listen to Monday's show, we've been talking about John. We opened it up with eternal life. Christ Mm -hmm. is eternal life. The life. Mm -hmm. And the way. It's not a way. It's the way. There's no way to reconcile yourself with the creator God except through his son, his logos, the eternal life. It's really simple. And it takes some faith. You got to take some faith to go, I believe that. I want that. And your life changes and you're no longer an ophite. You're no longer a serpent seed, a serpent worshiper. You're no longer going to be destroyed, right? That's right. He provided that way. But I'm telling you, in answer to the question, what has happened to humanity, I'm going to take you to Paul's writings in Second Thessalonians and Chapter um, two, four, we always read this about, you know, about the Antichrist, the son of the Antichrist is going to come, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you people probably already know my, my feelings on this. I believe this is more about 
your neighbor and your daughter-in-law and your son-in-law and your uh, wife and your spouse and your kids and your parents. And it's about us, right? If you're still in Ophite. And you're the man of lawlessness revealed. And I personally believe, I really believe this, that that thing that is holding everything back was Christianity, biblical Christianity. Yeah. Because Paul says the day of the Lord is not going to come until the great falling away. It's an apostasy. And the more the church has failed and is failing, it has utterly failed, and individual Christianity has utterly failed as a religion, and the more it failed and does not provide the gospel of Christ and keeping the commandments of God that keeps us safe from the the old fight, Mm -hmm. the more that happens, the more that wicked, evil man, the man of sin, is revealed. Look around you. And that's what the stories we're going to talk about today. Look around you. The man of sin is being revealed more and more. Those are the people who sit in their own temple as God and act like they're God and they're lawless Mm -hmm. and they have no civility and they have no consideration and they're just butt wipes Mm -hmm. because Satan's a butt wipe. The serpent's a butt wipe. They're awful, horrible people because they serve an awful, horrible God. They're ophites. And Paul says... That thing that's withholding, when that's removed, it's all hell's going to break loose. Well, t- I'm telling you, it's all broken loose. Mm-hmm. The wicked one shall be revealed. But let me read this to you because everybody just concentrates on the, the Antichrist, you know, and, ooh, and they're just sitting in the temple and the mark of the beast. Forget that, man. Look around you. It's here. Mm-hmm. It's really, It's really not complicated, you know? To get rid of all the nonsense and all the apostasy and all the false teaching, it's really pretty clear. And in verse 8, Paul says, and then shall that wicked be revealed. That's your neighbor. That's your mother-in-law. That's your father-in-law. That's your spouse. That's your uncle. That's everybody who's not worshiping God, who's an ophite. That's them. That wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume. They're gonna be. They're gonna die, folks. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be consumed. Don't feel sorry for them because they reject truth. The mm-hmm. Lord shall consume with the spirit of His mouth. That Greek there is like the sword, the mouth of the sword. You know that groove in the sword that collects the blood. Mm-hmm. The spirit of His mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of His parousia, His coming, His presence. Mm-hmm. When He comes, He's gonna come hard, folks. It's going to be bright and destructive. And verse 9, it says, Even him who's coming, whose parousia is after. The Greek word means prepositionally down in place of time, in varied relations, okay? Mm -hmm. Whose coming is after, is after. First comes the working of Satan, Then comes Christ's coming in the parousia. So if you're seeing the working of Satan now, the next thing is Christ's coming. Mm -hmm. This is what's going on. That's what we're waiting for. Yeah. So in verse 9, even him whose coming is after, in time, the working of Satan. That serpent, that dragon, Leviathan, Mm -hmm. Baphomet, with all power. And all signs and lying wonders. Dude, pick up your cell phone. Look at that magnificent piece of technology you have in your hand. Mm-hmm. And tell me there's not miracles going on right in front of you. Yep. Verse 10, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish. Mm. Why? Why do humans perish? What is, what's wrong with humanity? I'm going to, it's not a rhetorical question. I'm giving you the answer because they received not the love of the truth, Mm -hmm. not just any truth, the truth. Jesus Christ says, I am the truth. That's right. The life and the way. 
They receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. It's their fault. It's their fault. They're going to be consumed and destroyed. It's their fault. They reject the truth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Verse 11, and it goes beyond just their fault. For God, for this reason, this cause, what's the cause? The rejection of the truth. I just gave you the gospel message. What happened? The Logos came as the sun, and he cleared all that garden mishap up. If you believe in his name, I just gave that to you. Mm-hmm. And if you reject that, or your uncle rejects that, or your mother-in-law, or your father-in-law reject that, or your spouse rejects that, your kids reject that, for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. That they all might be damned who believe not what? The truth. But had pleasure in unrighteousness. Look around you, folks. They damned themselves and God then sends a strong delusion on them. That's what happened to humanity. All right. So good night. I'm glad I can give you this positive message. Hey, would you come out here to see a reed shaking in the wind? Is that what you came out here to? Is that why you turn on the podcast, the podcast to hear warm, fluffy stuff? You want to hear that? You want to hear how Jesus is going to make you rich and prosper? He loves you so much. Going to make you feel better about yourself. You're at the wrong place. You're at the wrong place, man. Uh-uh. That's not, uh, that's not what we uh, teach here. I teach the truth. Because I don't want you to perish. That's right. I care about that. I care enough about that to give you the truth. Mm -hmm. Whether anybody accepts it or not, that's that's their prerogative. But I care enough to to keep trying. Mm -hmm. Okay? Amen. So that's the title of the show. What happened or what's wrong with humanity? I just gave you the answer. That's what's wrong with it. Okay? Okay. It's a strong delusion. So we got some good stories going on, Miss Capel. Oh, we certainly do. Before we do that, I done, I'm done preaching. Give a good scripture, and we'll get we'll get right on to it. All right. All right. All righty. Here we go. My scripture is in Romans one eighteen, and it says, "For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which they." which may be known of God, is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this God gave God, for this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change their natural use into that which is against nature, and likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. God gave them over to reprobate mind, to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, 
who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do they the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Isaiah thirteen eleven says, And I will punish the world for their evil, and the wicked for their iniquity, and I will cause the arrogancy of the proud to cease, and will lay low the haughtiness of the terrible. And I will make a man more precious than fine gold, even a man that the golden wedge of Ophar. Therefore I will shake the heavens, and the earth shall remove out of her place, in the wrath of the Lord of hosts, in the day of his fierce anger. Holy moly, Ms. Kapow. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you guys something. We don't get the... She didn't know I was going to talk about Second Thessalonians Mm-mm. when I opened this up. And I have no idea what scripture she pick. She picks. What, what happens is they go, we're going to do these stories. We pick four or five stories. We're going to do that. And then she um, prays and lets the Holy Spirit lead her to what scripture she should read in regard to that. So I don't know what she's going to read. And she don't know what I'm going to say because I don't know what I'm going to say until I start, start talking. <laughs> I, you know, I have no idea. Can you believe that? I know. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. What I just read, what, if Paul's writing Second Thess, it's the same thing. And you start off in Romans. I'm like, what? This is, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then just you confirmation. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Then you end up in uh, Ezekiel. He's like, Yeah. You're all going to get you're all going to get whacked, and I'm trying to tell you. Uh, okay, wow, amazing, yeah, amazing. Thank you very much. Good night. <laughs> really, what else is there to say? Okay, I let's know, right? let's talk about these these uh, these people who uh, don't love the truth. You know, when it comes in all races, all sizes, all ages, and all genders, all two of them, right? Right. This is in Phoenix. This is, uh, I think, Maricopa County Sheriff, Sheriff's Office. This is from Arizona. 92-year-old refuses assisted living, so she shoots and kills her son. Um, This ain't by accident either. This is a mean, evil old lady. Yeah. Mean, mean, evil old lady. 92-year-old woman, she's facing multiple charges. She shot and killed her son last Monday because she refused to be admitted into an assisting living facility. So now she's in jail. Yeah. Right now she's she's in jail. Um, yeah, it is the uh, Maricopa County Sheriff's Office. Around 10 a.m. Monday morning, some deputies uh, responded to the house. They found her name is Anna Mae Blessing. I know. Don't you find that yeah. ironic? Yeah. Blessing. Blessing. <laughs> Anything but a blessing. They found that Anna Mae Blessing had shot and killed her 72-year-old son. You know, she's 92. He's 72. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like I said, it just crosses all barriers. When you get, when you become the man of lawlessness, when when that wicked is revealed... It doesn't matter what body they're in. Mm-mm. Okay? So we can't look at, oh, he's just a little kid. Little Some little kids are super evil, man. Oh, yeah. Because the demons Definitely. in them are evil. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's these people, they oppose and they exalt themselves. and They oppose God. All that is called God or worshipped. They sit in their own throne as God. Mm-hmm. So anime blessing. She she didn't she didn't want to go to assisted living home, and um, she had been contemplating. See, for several days, her son's so it's intentions. premeditated murder. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it wasn't just hey, I'm trying to, and I had to defend myself because I didn't want to go. And right, Mm-mm. she's contemplated it. She reportedly concealed two pistols in her pockets of her robe. Mm. Now, I had asked myself that question. What is this old lady doing with two pistols? How to access? But the story later on says that the family repeatedly asked law enforcement to take the guns away, but they couldn't because she had a right to have them. Right. There's only certain criteria where you can take the guns away. They have to be, you know, 5150 crazy, a danger to themselves or just someone else. somebody else, domestic violence, that kind of thing. So you can't just, just because you want to take somebody's guns, you can't just... Do it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's called the Second Amendment. 
So she concealed, uh, concealed two uh, pistols in her pockets. Then she told the deputies that she removed the gun and she fired multiple rounds, killing her son when she confronted him in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Then she pointed the gun at her son's girlfriend. It doesn't say how old she was, but I imagine she was older too. And then the two struggled over the weapon and it became dislodged from the uh, blessing's hand. And then she retrieved her second gun. She had two guns. And she tried to point at the girlfriend again. And that girlfriend was able to use a kung fu karate kick and knock it out of her hand. Uh, so when the cops arrived, they found her uh, sitting in a reclining chair. And um, so she uh, she said her son had told her that she had become difficult to live with. Mm. Huh. Oh, I wonder. Yeah. And that he was going to put her in an assisted living home. And then uh, she told the cops, she made this statement uh, about her son. You ended my life, so I'm taking yours. Nice. So this is totally premeditated. It's totally, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Obviously, she's, she <clears throat> exhibited mental illness. Yeah. And that's yeah. why they wanted to get rid of her in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, this gal, Barbara Blessing, who's Anna Mae's granddaughter... She's also the daughter of the victim. Uh, she told uh, the news that her father had tried to get police to take the guns, but they, they couldn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> let's see. Oh, at a Thursday news conference, in addition to anime's two guns, deputies found 11 other firearms that belonged to the victim. So he, he had a lot of guns, too. And the weapons were uh, not being kept in a safe or locked cabinet. They were accessible. Wow. Anyway, the granddaughter believes her mother needs help. She's in uh, jail right now, and she wants to receive some help. So the story's important because it just shows you it don't matter what body they're in. No. When you love not the truth, God sends a great delusion. You're super seed, man. Mm-hmm. And the sad thing or the scary thing is if God sends the delusion you know it's over yeah you're you're like reprobate yeah because you know I hear people you know you you hear people well, can they re- can they repent could they re- I don't know I'm not their judge well and we're not I don't know but if God sends a great delusion what do you think mm-hmm. because the <laughs> well because a lot of times we forget that it's God's spirit that draws us to God. We're, we and ourselves can't because we're enmity with God. We have no mind for God. You know, we're, we're, what we read, the scriptures we read, that, that, that lawless man, that's what we were before Christ. Mm-hmm. So that person doesn't want anything to do with God. You might have been a nice person, but you, you weren't really God-oriented or God-minded. You know, not until the Holy Spirit draws you. So if God gives you a reprobate mind or, a, um, you know, a, a spirit of delusion, you're lost. Yeah. And you know, you know what it is? Christ said, you could, you could bag on me and say whatever you want about me. But if you blaspheme or, you know, you, you revile, you sneer at, you reject, you know, you mock the Holy Spirit. It's unpardonable. It's unforgivable. Why is that? It's what Ms. Kapow just said. It's the spirit that draws you. So if you've rejected it, mocked it, sneered at it, even if you're a good taxpaying person and you're not an overt ophite or a murderer, guess what happens? Hmm. Strong delusion. It's, it's really a scary thing. Yeah. It's a sad thing. It's happening all around us. It's not your fault, you know, but it, it, Paul says a great apostasy would, would happen first. Look at the Christian church. Look at the state of modern day Christianity. It is some sad, pathetic religion. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the heck these people believe now, but it isn't biblical Christianity. I'll tell you that. I know. They're accepting all kinds of stuff, all kinds of sin. They're justifying all kinds of things. Yeah, because they believe that all roads lead to God. Yeah. And they don't even believe the Bible's an errant word of God. No. There's no, there's no spirit in there, and they're debating about that. That's a slippery slope. Holy cow. Oh. And, but Paul says that's going to happen first. And you see it happening. It's horrible. Absolutely horrible. 
Um, let's take a short break, and then we'll come back with story number two. Okay. Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, changed the way my spouse and I conduct spiritual battle and has increased our alertness level to the tactics of Satan. This is an excellent training manual for building a stronger marriage by exposing the tactics your enemies use against you. From all online digital retailers, God bless you all. Okay, we're back. Mr. Kapow? Yes, yes, Okay, so... Without taking too much time, Baphomet, Baphomet. I got I to gotta give a little talk about Baphomet before this next story. Okay. So you understand what, what happened here. Baphomet. Everybody knows Baphomet, right? It's that drawing. You see the goat yeah, guy, the, the wings. the goat man. With the breasts, the androgynous dude. Well, Baphomet, um, all kinds of theories about where it really came from and... Did the Knights Templar worship it and blah, blah. I have no doubt they did, you know, all that stuff. Uh, but what I found that was interesting is that it the image of Baphomet that we know today, that drawing, that particular image that uh, Alistair Crowley made so famous, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is called the Sabbatic Goat, and it was created by a man named Eliphas Levi. Eliphas Levi. This guy was nothing more than a Gnostic Satanist. He was a Luciferian Ophite Gnostic. That's what he was. And, um, the, you know, the two arms, one pointing up, one pointing down, as above, so below type of thing. One, one in Latin means separate, and the other one pointing down means join together, separate and join together. It, it should ha- it should be pregnant with meaning to you in today's world, right? Mm-hmm. Separate and join together, right? Separate from Christ, the truth of the truth, the light, the way. Separate and then join together in this one Baphomet religion. It's all burning hell. Um, but anyway, it goes on and on. But what I found interesting is uh, Eliphas Levi, when he, he drew this or created this in a book, uh, written in, I think, 1856. And um, he he said it contains binary elements that represent the sum total of the universe, like male and female, good and evil, on and off, right? Mm-hmm. Think about that tree of good and evil. Well, the God said you can't eat of the, the tree because it did not, right? It, right? it all goes back to that serpent. They know They know this, too. You know, Levi knew this. Uh, Alistair Crowley was not an idiot. He had all that stuff downloaded to him by, you know, the fallen angels and stuff like that. His stuff is like legit. You know, that's where it comes from. Um, On one hand, Levi's intention was to symbolize his concept called the equilibrium of the opposites, right? And um, because he believed in astral light and all this Gnostic junk. But on the other hand, the Baphomet represented a um heretical a heretical tradition that should result in a perfect social order <laughs> right look at that look what they're trying to do they just they keep meddling into everything right mm-hmm. these socialists are satanists they keep meddling in everything because they want to create this perfect social order this utopian one world government crap right mm-hmm and it's a notion that's a notion that can only be understood against Levi's socialist background. What does that tell you about socialism? Yep. Any ism is Satanism. It's, it's where it all comes from. So it, it's it's been around for a long time. But that's Baphomet, and the guy who really who 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 brought it, you know, in uh, the public eye is um, you know Aleister Crowley. You know, that's he used it in his uh, Church of Satan mm-hmm. um, in the early 20th century. He used it and he says the creed, you know, the creed of the Gnostic Catholic Church. There is a Gnostic Catholic Church, by the way, the Baphomet features that is recited by the congregation in the Gnostic mass in mm-hmm. the sentence. Check this out. Quote, and I believe in the serpent and the lion. Mystery of mysteries in his name, Baphomet. (laughs) 
Well, isn't that something? Yeah, there's no there's no doubt who they're they're there's no doubt who they're who they're serving. The Baphomet represents uh, what we would call Satan or Lucifer, but it's the serpent. It's it's Leviathan in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So in book four of Magic, uh, Crowley had said that the Baphomet was a divine androgyne. Androgene, I should say. Androgynous. Androgene, right? So what do we see in today with transgenderism? Uh, androgynous, mm-hmm. right? A, a, a guy thinks he's a girl, a girl thinks he's a guy. Sometimes they're just non-binary. They don't know what the hell they are. They're everything. That's satanic. And, and so Crowley says Baphomet was a divine androgene and the hieroglyph of arcane perfection. Mm-hmm. So it reflects what, what occurs above, so below. So who's above? What does Paul say about the princes, the powers and principalities of the air? Yeah. The high ones. Mm-hmm. What does the Bible talk about the high ones on high? Isaiah talks about the high ones on high will be punished with the kings of the earth. They're above. Who, who's below? Kings of the earth. Who's the puppets? It's really simple. It's all in the word God. That's right. So even Crowley denied that the devil uh, didn't exist. He says the devil doesn't exist. It's a false name invented by people, blah, blah, blah. Um, You know, he doesn't believe in that. But he does say this serpent, Satan, is not the enemy of man. So they don't believe in the devil, but they do believe in the serpent. (laughs) They're old fights. It says, Satan is not the Indian man. And here's Gnosticism here, because this is, this is hardcore Gnostic. Satan is not the enemy of man, but he who made gods of our race, knowing good and evil. Mm-hmm. Goes back to the garden, right? And he bade know thyself and taught initiation. So he's the devil of the book of Toth, and his emblem is Baphomet, the adrogene who is the hieroglyph of arcane perfection, he is therefore life and love, mm. but no truth, right? Mm-hmm. He's life and love, but moreover, his letter is ion, the I. The oh, I, Ophite. That's where it comes from. Ophite. Like the, the, the eye that, that everyone has, you know, they cover the one eye and they show just one eye. Yes. It shows the allegiance to ion, right? His letter is ion, the mm. I, not eyes, the I. So good point, Miss Capel. When you when you see those celebrities do that, yeah, they just show, that's who who their allegiance is to. So he's the eye. So he is light in the zodiac zodiac zodiacal eh, image is Capricorn, which is the leaping goat of liberty. That's Crowley's writing. Um, so you you get the uh, you get the point. That's Baphomet, mm-hmm. right? It's not just a little character. It's not just a little. There's a whole thing that goes way back with Baphomet. All right. That's good. That's good. It's good, man. I like good the good information. <laughs> I like the the one eye thing too, because that's true. All mm-hmm. these celebrities, all these people with the one eye, yes. um, showing the allegiance to mm-hmm. to Baffo, to Baffy. I, I like to call him Buttomat. <laughs> Mr. Buttomat. Nasty. Well, because he's he gives me a case of the ass. Arse. Arse. So this next story, we had talked about this story when it first happened, but here's a little more information that came out. Um, 21-year-old Satanist there in Russia, right? Russia. Yeah. Her name uh, is Anatasha Onagina. And then you wonder, is that really her name? <laughs> it's, I'm just wondering. It's O-N-E-G-I-N-A. And I'm being nice by saying Onigina. It might be pronounced Onegina. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, she's bad news. She's a bad girlfriend. She, yeah. She's a Satanist. She was having... A, oh, and her boyfriend was a Satanist also. He yeah, was he a, was interested in the occult. Yeah, so he wasn't just some innocent guy no. that she met on Tinder. No. And they were into BDSM sex and heavy-duty stuff. 
And apparently she strangled him uh, during hardcore sex, right? And, um, you know, accidents happen, right? So uh, originally she told the cops, you know, hey, I didn't want to, uh, you know, he died during, um, you know, heavy sex. And I strangled him, so um, I don't want to get caught for that. So I, I, I chopped him up and, you know, dismembered him. But there's more to the story. Mm-hmm. So there is a, a whole baphomet thing behind this. Um, her boyfriend was a 24-year-old guy, and his corpse was butchered with a kitchen knife. And she actually carved, he, she drained all the blood out of it, the corpse, after she killed him. And she actually carved the body to make it look like the satanic idol of Baphomet. (laughs) Wow. So that's beyond crazy, right? There's crazy, and then there's like crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow. Uh, They were both in the occult, like uh, we said. Police said there was evidence that shows his body was completely drained of blood. It was dismembered, and he had his hands and feet and face mutilated. Mm. Um, now, she stored the head, the hands, and the feet in her refrigerator. <laughs> That's nice. You know, it says here, I'm reading about blood, uh-huh. and it says that the human body can fill about um, more than about a, a gallon, one gallon milk jug. jug. That's well, a lot of blood. Yeah. I, I really doubt if she did this by herself. Yeah. You know what I mean? She she had to have other Satanists, other uh, coven members uh, with her to do to do this, even to pull it off. But what happened to that blood? They they drank it. Ugh. It's, yeah. it's Bathed in it. The serpent's nasty. Yeah, they mm-hmm. bathed in it. Come on. She's 21 years old. I'm sure she wanted to be a rock star or mm. movie star or something. Um. Uh, the lips, the ears, and some fingers were severed. And on his shoulder were multiple spindle-shaped punctures. Um, and all that makes sense because they say that um, those spindle-shaped punctures are probably where uh, wings would have been attached for the Baphomet thing. Mm. And the fingers <laughs> <laughs> the fingers were cut off. Uh, those fingers that Baphomet usually folds inwards in the images... You know where he points up and down? Those those last two fingers were cut off so that he looked like Baphomet. And um, she also carved cloven hooves in the guy's feet, like Baphomet. The guy who died had uh, blonde curly hair, and many sources describe Baphomet with blonde curly hair. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, the corpse's arms and legs were severed as well as his penis. Yeah. Nasty. Now, there's a religious expert that jumped in on this and said the killing and dismembering of the victim was done on the last night for sacrifice in the lunar cycle. That's interesting. Uh, Of course, the lawyer said the dismemberment was not pragmatic, but creative, undertaken for a ritual of sacrifice. Hmm. Oh, wow. So the stepmother for the victim said they found everything except his liver. Hmm. Well, you know, they probably ate that. Yeah, because that's probably that. Doesn't the liver have all the toxins and all the poisons and all the crap? Yeah. And they usually believe that, you know, your essence is in that. Yeah. So they ate, ate that and drank the blood. Gross. Uh. The uh, the the mother in law whatever whoever her name was um, stepmother they she had she had asked the people if it was possible to bury him humanely apparently in Russia they always have open face caskets yeah. and stuff like that let's just sew them together <laughs> well basically she asked she goes was it possible to restore the severed body parts nah gather everything together and um, the the guy threw back the blanket and asked how like a puzzle so. <laughs> That yeah, so that's how bad he was dismembered. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this gal, uh, well, that's what she did. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Ain't that amazing? Yeah. So Mrs. Uh, Onigina. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. That's nasty. Uh, bad girlfriend, right? But, hey, she's only 21 years old. We just talked about some a 92-year-old lady who just had the spirit of murder. This one yeah. does, too. All about Baphomet. It's all about the serpent. It's it's all about that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Baphomet, he's uh, androgynous, right? He's a male, has that uh, phallic symbol coming out between his legs, and he has uh, breasts. The two breasts represent humanity, by the way. Mm. Embraced in his arms. So, when you serve Baphomet, what is it that you say, Miss Kapow? You, you become like what you worship. Yeah, you become what you worship. You start to look like You start like manifesting it. that yeah. thing, yeah. person. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you like, if you worship, uh, let's say, uh, what's her name, Bebe. You know, you start dressing like Bebe, right? Mm-hmm. Just trying to sing like her. You start looking at like her. You start talking like her. As far as like her philosophy, yeah, and uh, all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You you get you have the same values as she has. Yeah, you know. That's why the Bible says we are to look to Christ. And that we have the mind of Christ, and we read His Word, and we practice what He tells us to. We are obedient to His Word. We love one another in truth. We walk in truth. We walk in the Spirit. Everything that you do, that Christ, as our example does, did while He was here on this earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you start becoming more and more like Him. Yeah, because that's what you want to become. Like. Because that's who you're. You're worshiping Him in spirit and truth. Mm-hmm. And uh, we don't know yet what we're going to be as the sons of God, daughters of God, right? We don't mm-hmm. know yet what we're going to be. But when he comes in his presence, we're going to see him as he is. And we're going to be like him. Amen. Huh. So, yeah, you don't want to be like Bebe or, uh, you know, You don't want to be Kardashian. like anybody. Yeah. No. But Christ. So when you worship the serpent, the Baphomet, you become like that. You become androgynous. That's what this whole trans nonsense is all about. It's satanic. These people trans. Yeah. These people aren't born this way. They're not. You know, it's sad when you see some two-year-old kid, you know, that, you know, they, they're making a, an yeah, example. These evil with. spirits, they, they're not uh, respectful. No. Of uh, your gender, your age, Mm-mm. or anything. Mm-mm. They could care less. No, and I was just reading, you know, about Baphomet with uh, Aleister Crowley. And in his sex magic book, he talks about producing you know magic children offspring through sex magic ritual you know it just it it begs the question do these kids have a chance you know Mm -hmm. are are they even human when they're born or they already they're already uh blended hybrids Mm -hmm. i feel it's the latter i think that's who you're seeing on tv really i think that's what you're seeing as newscasters you know in a big sense Definitely. And celebrities, because they, they look like great aliens a lot of times. They're very long. Look at Obama's fingers and his arms. and They, they look very, very a- spingly. Very spingly, yes. So uh, Spain is a proud country, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, uh, they're into the Miss Universe contest. Um, and so... They have a representative named Angela Ponce, who won the Miss Universe crown for Spain. Uh, And so now Angela Ponce, who won the Miss Universe crown for Spain, is now going to compete internationally. Mm -hmm. Great news, right? I mean, what's wrong with that? Huh? What's wrong? She's a transgender woman. Angela Ponce is not a woman? Is that what you're saying? Mm-mm. See, Angela Ponce, folks, is a dude. Angela Ponce is a man. Mm-hmm. I should say male, not a man. Yeah, there's a better. There's a different. He's a he's a male. And and of course, the headline says trans woman makes history. Will compete for Spain in Miss Universe. It's not a trans woman. It's a man. All dolled up to look like a chick. It's a transvestite, folks. It's a he-she. So I'm going to use the proper term because if you read the article and it keeps using transgender woman, it takes the bite out of it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So let's use the proper term and call it a he-she. Okay? So the article says, for the first time ever, a he-she will compete for 
its country in the Miss Universe pageant. Doesn't that sound more, you know, better? <laughs> huh? Mm-hmm. It does. That's the way it should, should read. Instead of a transgender woman will compete for her country. She's not a her. It's not a her. It's a he. That's right. Angela Ponce, having been crowned Spain's representative. Oh, I'd be so proud if I was a Spaniard. Angela Ponce this weekend won the Spanish crown and now becomes the first transgender woman or he, she to compete on behalf of any country. And uh, he was able to do that thanks to trailblazer Jenna Talakova of Canada. And this has something to do with Donald Trump who allowed, who sided with GLAD and uh, allowed people to then um, compete in the pageant in 2012. So it's all Trump's fault. Thousands of people have petitioned, uh, had petitioned him over the fight for inclusion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this tackle of a dude who also did it, paved the way. Yep. Also had high profile attorney Gloria Allred. See, on. she's of the devil, huh? Yeah. And it doesn't Gloria Allred always represent women's rights? Yep. Well, she's here she is representing a man dressed like a woman. What? It's kind of like Baphomet, right? You don't know. You're confused. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you are. So anyway, uh, this Canadian dude went on to compete and won uh, Canada's Miss Congeniality. Mm, I bet you're so proud. So then all trans weirdos were allowed to compete in the Miss Universe starting 2013. So Ponce, Angela Ponce, wrote on Twitter, let's make history. <laughs> Tagging Pride Month to note his win's timing at the end of June. And um, so his dream is to bring the name and colors of Spain before the universe. (laughs) Yeah, okay. And uh, his goal is to be a spokesperson for a message of inclusion, respect, and diversity. Not only for the LGBTQ123ABCZ community, but also for the entire world. That agrees with... Oh, them. Oh, yeah. People oh. like you and I, she's not included. We're not included in this. We're not included in We're not this. part of the inclusion. Yeah. Because uh. we're haters. Yeah, we're also not going to get a respect yeah. or so diversity. Peaceful of, of minutiae. Yeah, he's just like Baphomet. He's a, he's a and then s- they have circular. pictures of this thing. Yeah. And I tell you, it's still a guy. He's ugly. <laughs> he, this first picture of, of him in a swimsuit, right? The very first one, it almost looks like there's sideburns. Yeah, there's some. It's probably a shadow, but it's it no. But I think you're right. This looks odd. Mm-hmm. Um, very. But they're trying to make him look sexy. Yeah, and it's not working. No, and nope. I'm not being mean. It's just not working. No. Then the other picture, it just looks like a guy with long hair and lipstick. Yeah, one of it our- looks like Bates Motel movie. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? There's something very creepy when there's a demonic entity right. looking through a man uh, yeah. at you that's dressed like a a woman. It's very creepy. Okay. Very, they are. They're creepy. Anyway. Uh, it looks like Caitlyn. It does. And we know how attractive Caitlyn uh, is. Oh, yeah. Especially Ooh. when he's in the bathtub. Oh, nasty. A friggin' man. Friggin' man. Nasty. Unbelievable. Baphomet. Really, that's why I like to call him Buttomet. Because he's a butt. <laughs> <laughs> he's a butt in every sense, man. Okay. Last story. This is horrible. You see the picture of this demonic looking dude? He's like some Rastafarian just full of Nephi, man. Who would have this guy in this, their house? I know. Well, here's what happened. This is Idaho, right? Uh, Idaho. It was an apartment stabbing that happened uh, last week. And the stabbing suspect attacked these children at a child's birthday party. She was three years old. Three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the reason why he killed, or he didn't kill, he stabbed these little kids, is for vengeance. After he was, uh, after he, he was kicked out of another apartment, that some some person let this freak in. Mm. They let him stay with them, probably for drugs or whatever. Who knows? But look at this guy's picture, and it's like, really? 
there's insanity and demons written all over this mm-hmm. dude. You can see him looking through their eyes. I don't, I don't get it. But anyway, this guy's accused of stabbing nine people, including six children, at an Idaho apartment complex. He attacked a child's birthday party to take vengeance after he was asked to leave. He wasn't asked to leave the party. He was asked to leave another apartment, unrelated, apparently. Just crazy. Um, the, the, uh, the chief of police, this is Boise, Idaho, by the way. Boise, Idaho. The chief of police, William Bones. What a great name, huh? Mm. Chief Bones. <laughs> uh-huh. he, did, <laughs> he, uh, he had a very emotional response. I watched the video. He was, he was almost in tears. Uh, he described how the first responders found the injured little children in the street and in the mm. hallways mm. after oh the attack. Goodness. He said the birthday girl, who was only three years old, was among the victims, and five other children between four and 12. One of the things he says is that the, the officers responding to this were just, like, freaked out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like it was like a career-changing trauma oh, yeah. to, see, to see these little kids stabbed like this. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the victims I mean. suffered life-threatening injuries. Um, the level of some of the injuries will be life-altering oh, in a very Lord. negative way. So. Uh. Yeah, he did a lot of damage. Yeah, they're probably not, you know, they're not going to be normal. This this demon dude, this yeah. Rastafarian demon guy, uh, his name is Timmy Earl Kinner. Timmy. 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 30 years old of, oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, L.A., Los Angeles, California. Los Angeles. What is he doing in Boise, Idaho? You want to build a wall to keep the crazies out? Forget Mexico. Build a wall around California. Especially Los Angeles. I know. I know. He took a wrong turn somewhere. (laughs) Boise, Idaho. Can you imagine how many arrest uh, warrants he has for him in in California that they don't know about in Idaho? Mm. (sighs) He'd been arrested. He's charged with nine counts of uh, battery, aggravated assault, six counts of injury to a child. Bones said Kenner had a lengthy criminal record. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just shocked. I know, right? Yeah. How and is it, that possible? Part of his record included weapons charges and arrest. For what? Violence against others. He'd even served prison time in Kentucky. Mm. But you know what? He's been rehabilitated. Just let him back out. <laughs> Poor Kenner. So anyway, this... Um, Kinner guy had been staying with a female resident of the apartment complex who had offered him a place to stay as a helping hand. Mm. So there's more to that, right? I would imagine drugs. However, the woman realized the arrangement was not working out, so she asked Kinner to leave Friday. Mm. And uh, that the guy left peacefully when asked. And the woman with whom he'd been staying with was not at the complex when the attack unfolded. And the birthday party was taking place just a few doors away. It had nothing to do with it. But he was mad, and he decided to go back and kill some people. Now, the victims, they say this is not a hate crime. It's not based on race or anything like that. Who knows? Mm. But the, the victims were recently resettled refugee families from Syria, Iraq, and Ethiopia. Mm. Um, but the chief uh, there, Chief Bones, said there was no evidence the attacks constituted a hate crime. Uh huh. So, anyway, interesting. To uh, <laughs> he's ugly. Yeah. So in the 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 Boise Police Department said the uh, this attack resulted in the most victims in a single incident in department history. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. Uh, it's just something we don't see here in Boise. He says. Yeah, something Ooh. like that. Yeah, is going to stay with you. For- yeah. It's uh, the zombie vacation of the world, really. Not just America, the world. It's uh, all over the place. And it's because, it's because, well, they uh, reject the truth. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, obviously, there's a dude who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God. And that's worshiped as God. So that mm. he himself sits in his own temple as God. He shows himself that he's God. So I'm going to go stab a bunch of kids because I'm a God. I, I have no respect for anything. Come on, folks. You got, mm-hmm. you got to see my point here. I mean, you can hold on to uh, 
hey, this future Antichrist guy all you want, that's fine. You know, it, that makes you feel good. You can do that too. But I'm telling you, this is here. Yeah. You do, you do that and that's fine, but, but don't miss the fact that there's people all around you sitting in their own temple as, as their own gods. They're, they're mm-hmm. lawless. Mm-hmm. You know, and in verse 6, Paul says, And now ye know that withholdeth, uh, that he might be revealed in this time. What, what, in my opinion, what's holding him back was, was, was Christianity. Was the Holy Spirit? Was the real biblical Christianity? Mm-hmm. Was holding all this evil back? But Paul says first the apostasy had to happen. Once the apostasy comes, there's nothing holding it back anymore. That's right. So it gets darker and darker and more and more wicked. Yeah, but don't listen to your uncle Paul. Just go ahead and wait for the Antichrist to come and give you the mark of the beast. Yeah. You know what do I know? Uh, so that's my snarkiness for the day. Let me read a scripture in Zephaniah. It says, Neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's wrath. But the whole land shall be devoured by the fire of his jealousy. For he shall make even a speedy riddance of them, of all of them that dwell in the land. Oh, man. His presence is going to be bright. Mm-hmm. Uh. It's all over the place, Old and New Testament. Well, in fact, the New Testament is just commenting on the Old right it's prophecy it's it's what's coming it's what's coming there's a moad there's an appointed time for everything but we're in the dark ages folks mm-hmm. we're definitely in the dark ages we're definitely in a very wicked dark dark time where humanity um a lot of it has uh, just fallen off the the plate there right exactly Anything else to add, Miss P? That's it. Burn up a command. All right, give him Jenny. Challenge.